Welcome right here to Comedy on Edge presents a chat show. I'm your host, Mark Williamson, and we're in New York. We've done a lot of traveling. We had we went through our past episodes and thought, who was one of our favorite guests? And it was Scott Dooley. And he's not in Sydney, so we thought, let's get on a plane. Let's spend a lot of money that the podcast doesn't earn and go visit him. So here we are. We've tracked him down. Scott Dooley, how are you, buddy? I'm good. I feel pressure now because this is a... At best, a financially crippling decision you've made just to get me on a podcast. We could have done it on Skype. That is true. That no, <laughs> yeah. it's it's easier with doing it. We've yeah. done we've done like the Scott oh, this phone interviews, and we did one with Stephen Lynch, and it was so awkward because there's that pause and the delay. So you like you ask a question, and there's a pause, and you think I've just asked the stupidest question imaginable because he hasn't <laughs> responded. He's so offended about the name of his new show. Why would he be? And it's like because like the first thing I said is like, "So, are you excited to come to Australia?" And I immediately regretted it. And then it's like the pause made it worse. It was awkward. Go back if you want to hear me sounding really awkward. I think it's episode about fifty or so. Stephen Lynch, check it out. But yeah, here we are in New York. It's yeah, it's not exactly summer. It's snowing. It's very snowy here. And um, yeah, you can tell. There's two ways to pick Australians. I don't know. Because you guys are staying up in a reasonably touristy area. Yeah, 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 the, yeah. Where all the hotels and stuff are. And I don't know if you can pick the Australians, but there's two ways. During the daytime, they're incredibly inappropriately dressed <laughs> yeah. and complaining about the cold. And during the nighttime, their eyes are wide open and their mouths are jawed shut. Because cocaine costs $30 here. Yeah. So, <laughs> you can pick them. <laughs> we met an Aussie. We went to register for tickets to the Letterman show, which we got on, oh, we're going to go to. And as we're in there registering, this guy walks in the door and he's like, oh man, it's so cold. I'm not used to this. I'm from Australia. And I'm like, of course you are. Me too, mate. Where are now, he was so wide-eyed and eager. He was on a Contiki tour. Was he coked up? Is no, that what you're suggesting? That came to it. He goes, yeah, man, I'm from Central Coast. And then he's like, how cool is this place? Last night I got offered cocaine, weed, comedy tickets, and now I'm going to see Letterman. (laughs) That was all from the same guy. Yeah, it was. It was. He's like, this guy's offering me everything. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, uh, it's definitely the land of opportunity. Have you encountered the comedy ticket sellers yet? Uh, yeah, they're kind of midtowny, kind of, uh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And they tell you that, they just lie to your face. So they'll tell you that Chris Rock's going to perform with Jerry Seinfeld and if you're lucky, Dave Chappelle's going to jump up. Yeah, yeah, they met, like, and they know nothing about comedy because it's like, mm. one guy's trying to sell and I'm like, oh yeah, yeah, I do a bit of stand-up and I go, I'm from Australia, I go, do you know Jim Jeffries? And he goes... Oh, yeah, yeah, Jim, he plays here all the time. And I'm like, I know for a fact Jim is in Canberra at the moment. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. Yeah, but it just, they make me hate, like, they make me try, like, if I see it, because I, I went, I made the stupid mistake of approaching one, because I saw Comedy Central Showcase. And I yeah, thought, oh, I maybe Because in LA, I actually went to a showcase for a guy who was doing Comedy Central, and it was free. So I thought, oh, cool, we'll go see a ticket. And no, it was just, yeah, you can buy tickets. The thing that should have tipped you off was the fact that uh, that guy has Comedy Central Showcase written on A4 paper in <laughs> yeah. a manila folder around his neck, I think. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> that that yeah, that's yeah. the guy. <laughs> and there's another guy who, he's an African-American gentleman, and it shouldn't be relevant, but it is for the story. He's walk, like He'll be there, and me and Jenna figured out if we walk apart, they don't approach us. If we're a couple, they come to us. Yeah, so right. I should mention my girlfriend Jen's over here with us. Right. Um, but this guy, and I watched this. Thankfully, it didn't happen to me. He goes, like, he'd go, yo, man, you want to see some comedy? And the people would ignore him. And he goes, oh, a white man can't talk to a black man. You think I'm going to rip you off? And he went to full rant. And, I mean, obviously, you know, there's a history of racial. But ignoring a guy selling tickets, it's not really a... <laughs> I... I'm not sure that's the best sales technique either. Like no. if anyone's, oh, of course. Yeah, so Broadway Comedy Club. Broadway Comedy Club. That you might want to teach your sales guys. I had a uh, homeless person uh, the other day. I was um, I go and work at the New York Library. Oh yeah. So I go and do work up there, and uh, I I don't work at the library. <laughs> yeah. I, I do I, I I do writing. In the library. It's an expensive town, man. We've all got... you got you got to make bank somehow. Yeah. No, so I go up there and just because I'd like to get out of the house, yeah, I like yeah. riding the subway and stuff. And um, so I was walking along, uh, I think, fifth, uh, 42nd or whatever, and this homeless <laughs> woman goes, hey, faggot, <laughs> got any money? And I thought, that is... You just... If I'd given her the money and then she'd called me a faggot, I'd have gone, ugh, got it. But she just she it was she just got it in the wrong order. And yeah. I just wonder if that was 
I don't know if it's worked. Like, it must have worked because yeah. there's a reason she's still doing it. So it means that she did call someone a faggot once and they went, oh, you got me. Or was incredibly homophobic. I was like, I like to cut of your homeless jib and then giving her a dollar. It didn't work on me, but I'm sure it has worked. Yeah, it must have been because that's a pretty, yeah, it's a ballsy approach to come out. It was in my face. Yeah, it was really, uh, but I was kind of flattered by it. In a weird yeah. way, well, being it's called not, that. It's not an like to be assumed gay now. It's definitely not an no, insult. No, it means I it's like have a good haircut and yeah. smell nice, well dressed too. Yeah, you'd assume so. Yeah. Like if you go going on the stereotypes. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I mean, yeah, it's the, the other thing. Like in LA, I got like I, I got con- American people are lovely. They really are some of the nicest people I've met. Right, but they're also amazing con artists. Yeah, <laughs> CD. Oh, just wait, just wait. Change the change American to Indians, and that is the most racist thing you can say. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> because yeah. Americans, but no, no, no. Like I, and I've, I think I've mentioned this on a previous <laughs> podcast, and I'll probably be talking about it for years. People giving you C- hip hop CDs. Oh yeah, you don't take them. Well, the first day I'm here, what are you Crocodile Dundee. You're I am. I am just... tricked into comedy shows. <laughs> yeah, I talk my <laughs> way out to strangers. I'm from Australia. <laughs> <laughs> well, one of my mates, when I was in LA, he, I was. He goes, "Do you realise you just said the word mate five times in that conversation?" <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I'm just I'm lucky to have made it to New York with a few dollars in my pocket. <laughs> yeah, that's right. But you mentioned the subway. <laughs> you could have been <laughs> sold into Motown somehow. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm working. The, I'm working. Oh, this is great. I got a show. What happened to Mark? Oh, he's a stripper now. Yeah. <laughs> he he doesn't know how it happened. Nor do we, but that's what he does. <laughs> Just took a CD and that's where he ends up. But the, yeah, the, most of the place I will never go back to is Venice Beach. Have you been to Venice yet? No, I, my time in LA has been uh, short. So I've kind yeah. of, I had to, I've, I, the only times I've been there is for work. Yeah. So um, I've just been in the Hollywood yeah, kind yeah. of area. I haven't yeah. ventured. Avoid Venice. It's a scary, scary place. Like I was supposed to go and visit Eddie Ift and I was so terrified. I said, mate, can I meet you anywhere else? He, um, you know, the only thing I know about Venice Beach is obviously kind of the muscle area, but also it's where uh, Growing Pain star Kirk Cameron goes to talk to gang members about Jesus. And it's like, we need to go somewhere to find gang members. And they go, oh, we'll go to the beach, which to me just seemed insane. But every second person is some kind of a, you know, cra- rolling 88s or well, crazy. I think, I think LA local. is a lot calmer now because legalised po- Like, the Venice Beach... Reeks, we got a con- <laughs> No, we got a contact high in Venice. Like, we walked along the whole thing and... It's every second. Like, I'm not a pot smoker. I've tried it, but it's not my thing. Mm. But I know the smell of it. Mm. And every second, it's like, oh, there's a breath there. Yeah, breath. yeah. And it's just everywhere. It's the same around my neighborhood where we are now. And I'm in lower Manhattan. And um, people just don't give a shit. They just walk around just, just blazing. Yeah. Well, like, we went, like, I was in. I had lunch once at Popeye's Chicken in LA. What's it like? I, 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 go, I go past that. Because I, I, since moving here, I am like, I don't know if you guys have been the same, but since I've moved to America, I feel like a like a 15-year-old that's discovering the Beatles in 2014. Yeah. Like, I'm like, oh, my God, Sgt. Peppers. Like, oh, and every person you talk to is like, yeah, we know. They released <laughs> yep. it 45 years ago. But you're like, this is incredible. And that's what I'm like. With, I'm like, do you know that you can get hamburgers at Wendy's? You fucking what? And everyone, yeah, dude, we, we, we're aware of that. The one that I haven't been to, I've, I've, I've been to most of them, um, is is Popeyes. Popeyes is, it's good and bad. Like it's, the ju- chicken is great, but it's really, it's like, it's, it's very simple. Like there's not much difference to KFC, but it's slightly oilier. And yeah. that was the big complaint about KFC. Yeah. <laughs> Good. Listen, I love your chicken. Yeah. One problem. It's not nearly oily enough. Yeah, no, it's and Popeyes has taken that criticism on board and they've turned it into their own yeah, it's profitable. And they give you, have you had a biscuit yet? Oh yeah. No, I got tricked into that. It's because yeah. uh, it came, like my meal came with like, it was a bit of, ch- bit of chicken um, coleslaw and a biscuit and I'm like oh yeah have it it's a scone with it's a extra scone. salt yeah it's Lots a salty scone salty scone <laughs> and the other mistake I made is now we mentioned this before the podcast I'm avoiding soft drink here because it's got it doesn't have sugar it has high fructose corn syrup in it now w- tell me about that because I don't drink soft drink 
Now, this information... Unless well, it's with vodka, ladies, you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> well, this is um, based on Francis Blair, friend of, he's been on the podcast. Friend of the show. He, yeah, he watches documentaries and I'm, I'm well, very squeamish and he tells me the info. There's something about comedians. We all have the comedian friend who gets lost in these YouTube K-holes yep. and comes and goes, you know the dark side of the moon? They haven't really ruled out the <laughs> fact that... Mine is Ben Elwood. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and yeah, he, yeah. he, every time I see him, I'll ask him. I love hearing it. And because, you know, he, I remember when I first started doing stand-up with Ben oh, nearly a decade ago. Yeah. He was the first person I ever heard use the term Mayan calendar. <laughs> and, and he was like, this shit's going to happen. And I remember he and Sam Bowring having this enormous conversation at the friend in hand after the show had finished. It was only like the four of us, mm. like there was four of us sitting around. And Elwood and, um, and Bowring discussing the merits of the end of the world and I think it was 2012 due to the Mayan calendar mm. ending then. And Bowring trying to explain to Elwood that, well, time is a man-made constraint. Therefore, it's just an <laughs> arbitrary period that it stops. And Elwood saying, you know nothing. Yep. Um, so, yeah, yeah, sorry, your friend. No, no, well, Francis, Francis, to put this in perspective, Ben, hears these theories, Ben Elwood, tells Francis, Francis goes, no, man, that's full of crap. It's wrong because of this, 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 this. You're full of shit. Go smoke some weed. That's Francis. Sure. Francis. Good. So good. he watched, there's a doco called Food Inc. And I haven't watched it because it's a bit scary. But it's all about food production in America. And yeah. fruc- what the reason they use, instead of sugar, they use high corn fructose syrup, is corn is subsidized in America. In the 50s, they made this decision that we always need a bountiful supply of food. We don't want to starve. Let's subsidize the corn industry. It creates jobs and it provides us with food. Now, corn is not, the, the body's not designed to break down corn. No. It is not, it's, I mean, it's not bad in its purest form steam corn or whatever it's not bad for you but it's not great what they do is they take corn they process it they add acid chemicals and they come out with a sugar substitute corn fructose syrup right which is really bad for i think and this is the part of the podcast corn fructose syrup if you want to sue me this is not this is me in misinterpreting facts bring it on i hope you are sued. i like obviously i don't hope you sued, no, but no, i no. hope if you are sued it's by a kernel of corn wearing a top hat a monocle and with a cane who dances into the courtroom each morning. And Mr. Peanuts, <laughs> his attorney. Yeah, absolutely. There, there's a, yeah, or at least, at least in the galleries oh, for that'd support. Be, yeah, that'd, be, that'd be great. That would be a great lawsuit. <laughs> Stand up, children. Your father's passing. I imagine <laughs> it's going to have a real To Kill a Mockingbird. There's going to be a real racism kind of, you know, do we treat corn the same way we treat other members of society? And the answer, I think, we'll be shocked to find out is no. But when... The corn kernel <laughs> with the top hat and the <laughs> monocle and the cane who dances uh, is found, is vilified, um, uh, vindicated, should I say, mm. due to your vilification. Um, I think we'll all learn a lesson. See, I think I think what's going to happen is it's going to look dire. It's going to look like the corn kernel is going to win. It's going to, and then at the last minute, you know, the, what the is it Miracle on 34th Street where the Santa comes in with a bag of mail? Like they come in, the Santa's come in with a bag of mail? To, yeah. I think a big bag of sugar's going to walk in. Oh, okay. And he's going to represent the case. It's like, I'm sugar. I'm good for you. I get slandered more than corn, but I'm not subsidized. And then sh- it's going to be sugar versus corn. Oh, it's real Obamacare. See, yeah. I was going to continue along the To Kill a Mockingbird. Um, analogy and <laughs> to say that Boo Radley murders him. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. <laughs> look, both, they're both things to look forward to with your impending court case. Oh, absolutely. Look, so, I'm go on, let, let's get you into that courtroom. I what are you about be, to say? Well, yeah, high fructose corn syrup. The body is not designed to break it down. So, it sits in there and it also stops, you know what, you know when you e- eat a meal and you feel full after a point? Yes. That's, there's, that's caused by a chemical in the brain. This thing rewires that, so you don't get full. You eat and eat and eat. Is that right? And have you? I mean, you've obviously you've seen the servings of food that this country. They're so generous, probably too generous. Mm. So I mean, for instance, McDonald's supersized Big Mac. The drink that gets with it is two times the size of the human bladder. <laughs> it's uh, yeah. This is yeah. That that I know I is don't a fact. Know what's worse is the serving size or the fact. The yeah. statistic is quite 
alarming I that people have done the test. Oh, it leaves your bladder. <laughs> you can't drink that bullshit. <laughs> well, for me, like I'm like you mentioned being a kid. I'm so glad I came to America in my 30s and not my 20s. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I think about that a lot. Yeah. Actually, yeah. Like I just went. Like we went into like like you know we went we went when we were in California we did the we went to Universal Studios and Disneyland and they were great. Yeah. But we didn't spend a great because this is the thing and Sydney you really need to learn it. Not everything is a ripoff over here. Like it's Disneyland, you go in there, it's eighty dollars, and we probably spent thirty bucks on food for the whole day. Yeah, that was two meals and a snack. Yeah, you couldn't get one meal at the SCG for that price. No, and it's just the whole yeah, the whole the cost of living is different. But the 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 to kind of paraphrase Chris Rock, the difference between the cultures is yeah, you can get a. Bottle of Coke that's two times the size of your bladder for you know a dollar twenty. The flip side is that we die on mattresses. Here, you, you, if you, if you get sick, you die. You yeah. know what I mean? If yeah, you, yeah, if you yeah, fall yeah, over yeah. on the ice and you break your wrist, that's going to cost you eighty grand. Yeah, 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 yeah. So there's that's the trade off. Yeah, I understand. And I prefer our one. I prefer to. Yeah, the healthcare. Also, the I mean, the tipping too, like. I'm like tipping. I was against it until I got here, and you realise that the people that are serving you are earning seven dollars twenty-five an hour. Oh, that's if they're in a good place. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's yeah. technically the legal minimum wage. Yeah. But yeah, like for us, I mean, the minimum. I don't. I think the minimum wage is about fifteen or sixteen dollars a strike. Maybe. It I don't know. Yeah. I'm a very successful comedian. <laughs> I employ people. I need to know these information. I know that members of Team Dooley often cry foul at how little <laughs> I pay them. But fuck those idiots. Yeah, you're, they've not been on the project. You're 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 coming from a, you're a US operator, so your minimum wage is seven dollars twenty five. Technically, I'm a Virgin Islands operator. Oh, Virgin Islands. Oh, nice. Thing. There's no minimum wage yeah, there. No. But yeah, the whole concept of tipping is like you know these people are earning like if you seven dollars, do the maths on that. You 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 work forty hours a week. That's two hundred and eighty dollars. Back in Sydney, that wouldn't cover my rent. And I mean, I, no. so it's, yeah, the cost of living over here. Yeah. Mm. There's swings and roundabouts to living here versus... Absolutely. Yeah, no, but it's, uh, I like it here. It's good. And it's, uh, yeah. Yeah. I love, like, New York is, it's LA, uh, New York, everyone kept telling me New York's like Melbourne. I think it's like Sydney to me, it reminds me. Like, walking around, some of the architecture's a bit similar. Yeah, um, I don't know. I don't, I, th I don't think you can really compare. I think, yeah, that... that Comparison of cities is difficult, yeah. particularly when you've got a place like this, which just has everything. Yeah. In the, you know, mm. in all the five boroughs, there's something, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, like yeah. There's a Jamaican area. There's a, like, there's all the different, you know, obviously the racially broken up areas, mm. but it's just, it's, I mean, it's a different town. Yeah, it is amazing. Like, it's amazing. Like, what, we, are we, what, 50 blocks away from you? and. Uh, about 50, yeah. yeah you and it's up in the 50s, just yeah. density, dense housing. Like, there's apartments everywhere. It really is. Mm. It re yeah, it's almost like coming to your area. Like, we got out the subway, and it's a new part of the world. Like, it's like, oh, my God, we're in another city. Yeah. So, I mean, if you were to do the comparison thing, this area is probably a bit like, um, for Sydney people, like a Surrey Hills, Newtown, mm. Melbourne, it would be a Fitzroy yeah. kind of. We learned a lesson on the subway, too. Um we saw an empty carriage and we thought, oh, this is great. We got in. Oh, my God. Mm. I could not describe the smell. It was, yeah. we got off and then we got in. We thought, oh, maybe that's how subway smell. We got into another carriage. It was slightly better. But then the next stop, the reaction, this gentleman came in and goes, oh, my God, that other place smells of ass. <laughs> and like, he's just like, that is disgusting. <laughs> um, yeah, no, there's... Uh I'm actually just about to, when we finish doing this, I've got to go and ride the L train for hopefully not too long. Just uh, from The L train travels from uh, First Avenue um, uh, and about 10th Street in Manhattan over to Williamsburg. And there are these kids that do this dancing, this hat dancing um, on it. And I want to get them for, I'm going to make a video for my festival show on the roof of this apartment block and I want to get them to perform it. I saw them the other day and I was in a hurry to meet up with a friend so I didn't have time to get their details. So now I have to go and sit on the train. Hoping to. Hoping they go. To, and it's they, they're always on the L because there's a really long tunnel, which terrifies me. It's frightening. I, I had a friend who lived on the L train and I essentially stopped being friends with her because 
I was just too scared to get the train. Oh, wow. It goes so quick. Oh, you guys can come. When we finish this, Come, we can record it if you want. It's <laughs> fucking harrowing. Oh, wow. Well, cause we the flip the trade-off is, though, it's the best-looking people in New York are on that train. Because we, we walked over the Brooklyn Bridge yesterday, and we sort of got a little... <laughs> that's, that's one of life's great disappointments, that walk. Yeah, well, <laughs> no, the walk's great, but when you get there, you're like... What is there? We're, yeah, we're, we wandered around at and saw... At either point, at either <laughs> point, at the end of both of those bridges, there is nothing there. I, I don't, like, I don't understand why people don't think, I'm going to walk over the Brooklyn Bridge. Well, Okay, I'm going to sit here quietly in my nice warm flat. Well, Anil Desai, <laughs> friend of the show, past guest, recommended it. So thanks, Anil. It was, the walk was good, but yeah, when we got there, we got a little bit lost. And then we, of course. But on the, the and ride. And at night, people get punched in the face on it all the time. Oh, like, really? It's really dangerous. Yeah. Glad we did it in the afternoon. Yeah. But before that, we went to, and I'm not mocking in bringing this up. I'm just amazed by it. Have you been to the 9-11 memorial pools? Uh, no, I stayed a few years ago. I stayed uh, in a hotel across the street. So I've seen, yeah, I yeah. know what they are. Yeah. The security to get in there was insane. Like it's, mm. for those who don't know, it's two, where the trade tower centers were, they've built two memorial pools with the names of the victims. And we thought we'd go pay our respects. To get in there, you have to either register for pass or on the pass go for it. Then you have to you have to give your name, address, and all that. Mm. Then you have to go. You get given a pass. Then you got to go through security screening, which was worse. The airport. I had to take my belt off, jacket off, coat off, gloves. Put it through a screening thing, and then you have to go through. And then you have to show your pass three more times before you actually get in there, just for a park. Mm. And I'm just, I'm baffled by, like, I can understand, obviously, horrific things has gone down there, but I... I think that might be it. Yeah, 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 probably, but it's kind of been done, like, I can't... Sure. Yeah. It's so you think... <laughs> the horse has bolted. <laughs> you think that if there was another attack there, um, you'd think it would be terrible, but also a bit hacky. Just well, yeah, it's bit. been done. It's sort of like, you know, come on. <laughs> Get some new material, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. it's... I'm not sure the Department of Homeland Security shares your views. Oh, I'd imagine. And I'll, I think this <laughs> podcast, based on what I've just said, might be posted when I'm safely back in Australia. Yeah, good. It's good. I live yeah. here. That's nice. Yeah, That's yeah, good yeah. for you yeah, to yeah. do that. That's, That's cool. Uh, I'm distancing myself from those comments. Yeah, yeah the review, reflections of it. No, but I was just <laughs> amazed by like, we essentially went into a park. The security here and on everything. The other thing too, when we were down in California, we bought a train ticket from Anaheim to California, which is kind of like buying a CountryLink train. Ticket. Damn track. Yeah. We had yeah. to show ID. And I, I was buying for Jen. Jen was outside and he's like, oh, I need ID for both passengers. Yeah, they don't fuck around. I don't get that. Like, I, but I, yeah, I just don't get why. Like, he didn't note it down. He just looked at my ID. I don't understand that. Uh, I can't help you with yeah, that. No. Yeah. I, 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 I'm not across that. No, but everything is pretty. Um, I know when I go to the. I go to the. Watch the Knicks quite a bit. And yeah. um, the. Basketball team, yeah, the New people York that are basketball people, um, and they do the full-on uh, metal detector and take your hat off and turn around mm. and through the thing and yeah. So I can understand that because that's a big, big yeah, like, what yeah, they get yeah, twenty thousand right. people to watch. Uh, yeah, about that. I mean, yeah. and that's in Sydney too. Like you go to Acer Arena and they give you go through the metal. Oh, really? You get the because that shocked me. Like I'm one of my phobias. I don't like being touched by strangers. Like it's not. And You're going to be a horrible stripper when oh you yeah, get well, tricked yeah, into yeah. stripping. It's, that's going to cost a lot <laughs> Which is extra. definitely going to happen. Yeah, I'm definitely going to need to pace <laughs> a lot of therapy for this one. But I mean, It's going to be so Australian hackily themed like that yeah. you'll have no say in. Like, oh, yeah. The cork hat. And, like, <laughs> and, and like when you do um, bachelorette shows, you've got to say things like, that's not a wife. And then, you know, point at oh. the bachelorette. That's a what? You know, that kind of that stuff. That is money. you got to do a lot of that. Um, you know, your signature move is hopping like a kangaroo. <laughs> um, yeah, no, you've got a, you've got a terrible life ahead of you oh, as yeah, a result yeah. of it's your naivety. <laughs> it is true. And the other thing, and, and it is true over here, every 7-Eleven sells Fosters. So I'm, I'm assuming I'm going to have to walk on stage carrying a giant can of Fosters. This area is... Um, Really, I don't know if you noticed it. It's it's um, militantly anti-corporation. Ah. So there's a lot of if you look at a lot of the stores just down to about seven or eight blocks up there, Seven Eleven opened up, and there's this big thing in the neighbourhood where 
you boycott it. You don't wow. go there. Because there's all these bodegas around yeah. and they're all like mum and pop kind of shops yeah. and you want to support the locals. And but there's a real it's really it's this this area is really torn over this because it's also a huge area for pot smoke. <laughs> <laughs> And so if you talk to people at like the bars, you're like, oh, the 7-Eleven, like they, every time I go past that 7-Eleven, no one's in it. Oh, wow. Ever, ever. Like, and the guys are like, the the employees are out the front having a fake. They're never working. And, but you talk to people and their dirty secret is, oh, I got really blazed and the the 24-hour deli, like, oh, it was just closer. Like, there's (laughs) like this real apologetic (laughs) nature to it. Um, The 7-Elevens have Foster's. Yeah, every like I've seen it everywhere, and not just it's Foster's. I've never. It's like a liter can. It's a giant yes, can of yeah. Foster's. Well, my one is I drink the American equivalent of uh, Victoria Bitter, oh. which is PBR. PBR. Have you had PBR? No, no, no. Do you want one? No, no, no. Oh, a bit early. <laughs> oh, so that's too long. Oh, is it too? PBR. What's PBR stand for? I'll show you. Ah, do you want a beer? <laughs> so there we are. How hospitable? We, hospitable. We're getting. We're getting offered a beer and. Here we are. It's, to put it in perspective, like, Lazy, you're probably listening to this in summer in Sydney. S- where Scott lives, there's a banana lounge under there with about two metres of snow sitting on top of it. <laughs> oh, cheers, no, mate. That is no exaggeration. It is about... Uh, so this is Pabst Blue Ribbon Blue beer. beer. It is horrible, but I fucking love it. It's established in Milwaukee. So I'm, in my mind, Laverne and Shirley probably, probably had totally, something to do with totally. it. Totally. So I don't drink beer. Oh, really? I drink wine. Ah. Like, I just drink wine and I have a glass of wine. Uh, you you know. read the government warning? No. According to the Surgeon General, women should not drink <sighs> alcoholic beverages during pregnancy because of the risk of birth, birth defects. Two, consumption of alcoholic beverages impairs your ability to drive a car or operate machinery. May cause health problems. Hands That's off nice. my body, Obama. And it's union made. I yeah. like that. And recycle union. Oh, cheers. This it's, is... Yeah, it's, it's... But this beer, man... It is delicious, and you get it about everywhere I go. I go, oh, can I get a, get a can of PBR? And every time the response is the same. Okay, <laughs> it's, it's always a, a look, a pause, and then a all right, and they and they give it to you like, and they cost like two dollars. It amazing. definitely tastes better than Viva. It tastes like a draft. Like it's like it's a good beer, man. Yeah, it's not bad. Like yeah, but if you see wine is very cheap over here too. Uh, yeah, it is, but it's not good. The good ah. stuff costs... I mean, it's, it's probably cheaper in California because you're closer to Napa. Yeah, that's... But, um... I found a place that sells m- one of my favourite wineries in Australia. I'm a bit of a nerd when it comes to no, no, food that's and cool. wine and stuff. Um, is a place called Turkey Flat, which is in uh, Adelaide. And a buddy of mine said, you've got to go there. So I went there with my best friends. and on my birthday. Anyway, we went there. It was great. Yeah. Since that day, I would always look for Turkey Flat. Turkey Flat and Hentley Farm, these two great wineries. You could find Hentley Farm, you could never find Turkey Flat. I move here. On the corner of my street, there's a winery that sells Turkey Flat. I could never oh, wow. find it in Australia. Wow. So I drink a lot of turkey flat. Well, we went. Uh, this is the thing in New York. Do they have like where, like in the city? Yes, the answer is oh, yes. yes. In New York, no, 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 yes, no. All, I don't it. know. Whatever it is you're asking, they have it. Walmart's. I have all. I'm guessing the mm. shopping mall. Do you have to go out to the boroughs for question. those? Yeah, I, I'm sure there is a Walmart in New York State. But yeah, I, I wouldn't be. But I don't think it's in. Because we went in California. I got to do. I went to Walmart. What's and it Costco. like? I've not been. It is insane. Like it is. It's probably the size. You remember when you were young, you used to go play indoor cricket in the, and they'd have like twelve indoor cricket nets. Yes, double the size of that. It's right. the same. It's a big tin shed, and it's got absolutely everything under the sun. Like it had. Gro- I thought. It, so I thought it was just like Kmart. It had. But yeah, that's that's my that's my vision of it. It's it, just a Kmart. No, but it's just bigger. It's Kmart, Coles. You can buy alcohol. You can buy massive amounts of everything. Yeah, and it's insanely cheap. Like it is really, really cheap. But they have brands. It's but you but you can buy um we saw an Australian one, I can't think of the brand, but they had like a big magnum of that for like fifteen dollars. It's a pretty prominent wine too. Oh big yeah, I'll I'll tell you what it is. It's <laughs> um it's oh. uh, uh Jake not Jacob's Creek, it's 
Yellowtail. Uh, Jen's yeah, yellow just signaling yeah, to yeah, it. Yeah, 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 Yolumba. Yeah, Yolumba. And it's just like, whoa, that's just, of course we took the picture of it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. But the other thing too, like they had, yeah, it's just this, ma- it is amazing. And Costco, that's another place I'm glad I didn't discover when I was in my toy. Because do you know those gourmet jelly beans? I was thinking about them today. The jelly bean. You can buy the container would have gone up to my knee. It was that big, and it was some insane amount of jelly beans. Do you remember the the promotion they used to do in Australia at hardware stores? I, th- I want to say it was Mitre Ten, where you could get a, a paint can full of jelly, jelly beans. beans. Yep, Dulux. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What on earth was the? I just don't understand the motivation for having a paint can full of jelly beans. Or for them to think, you know what's going to get them through the door. If there's one thing we know about people that are doing home renovations and painting, it's that they love enormous <laughs> amounts of jelly beans. <laughs> yeah, why don't we put those two things together at last? And get a sheepdog just to throw in the picture. Too. You know that <laughs> someone either got fired or a raise for that. There was no middle ground on that idea. There was no one like, that's all right, you'll get him next time, Roger. It was, oh, you've done it again, Roger. Or, Roger, pack up your things. Hank's going to escort you to your car. I think you're spot on there. Because that's. Sti- I think that promotion still... You see it occasionally. Oh, really? They still break out the one... the paint Because we never got those... Like, my dad, he did a lot of renovating, but we ne- he got the cheap paint. He never got the... This, th- yeah, this is another thing. Because oh, I watch television a lot. Because, mm-hmm. you know... Hey, I, hey we I all do. Affo- I can afford it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I... Um, uh, do you remember the ads? That just I'll sing this to you. There is nothing like a crown for picking it up and putting it down. Do you remember that? I know this. Yeah, 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 yeah. That was an ad that was on primetime television for 10 years for fucking forklifts. <laughs> <laughs> what target market is like... Wh- that is the most specific destination item... In the, no one is impulse buying a forklift because they saw it during sale of the century. Yet these people spent hundreds of thousands of dollars in an industry that I'm sure has razor thin profit margins, given the fact that you're selling forklifts. And they were still advertising to the point where I remember the theme song 20 years later. Yeah, but. And I was, 20 years ago, I was like. From zero to ten. I was under the age of ten. So I was seeing an ad. What is a fucking seven-year-old going to do with a forklift? He's not going to have the money to buy a forklift. It is ludicrous to advertise to the point where a seven-year-old knows your jingle for a forklift. Do you think Sell me Nutella. Do you think whoever came up with that campaign was just a massive gambler and they're thinking, okay, young Scott Dooley. Like the fact, I mean, he if could you, one day grow if up. If you had to buy a forklift, like say, you know. The Dooley, Dooley Industries gets up and running and you're like, we need a forklift, I'll get a crown. Like similar, like playing the long game. If you were in Australia and you had to order a taxi, what number would you would you dial? Uh, uh, Do you remember the jingles? See, no. I, rem- I remember two one, three, from a kid. 131 Yeah, 131 008, call City Cabs and Don't Be Late. Right. Or 13227 Taxis Combined. Uh, I still that I had that when I was in one three cabs was the one in Melbourne. Ah, see, we went. I was I grew up in Tassie. Did you grow up in Melbourne or was no, it no Sydney? Sydney. I grew up in Sydney. Yeah, from Melbourne. So like Tassie, had, we had different ads, and so it's yeah. So long. The thing about because um, I'm spent a lot of time in country Victoria. Mm. My parents like that's where we're from, and um, uh, there's that weird thing, and I don't know if you had that in, Dis- in Tasmania, but that weird thing of. Like, you'd see an ad for Commonwealth Bank and it'd be an ad and it'd be an ad that's national and it was there. And then the next ad is for a bloke who sells wheelbarrows. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <just> <laughs> we had the local, the local guard, like Mitre 10, instead of having the national ad, we had the local ad. Yeah. And it's like, come to Kingston Mitre 10, the g- giant fork in the road. Now you think, is that a fork in the road? He actually had made a 30-foot giant gardening fork in the road. And as it like it started out, and by the end of it, it's just got him, the giant, and the camera pans back, and he's standing on top of the giant fork in the road, trembling. I think, yeah. Oh, and, great. And that, that's our local, that's a tourist attraction. The giant fork is Is it still into, there? The, it's the still, giant it fork? is. And the garden centre just gets bigger and bigger. It's almost to match the fork. There's something kind of racist about the pitchfork. You know what I mean? Mm. It's always used in a mob. 
Yeah, yeah, there's yeah. There's always yeah, a there's torch all, yeah. and, 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 and for some reason a, a pitchfork being yeah. thrown around. Well, Tassie doesn't have the greatest history of race no. relations. No, no, not at all. It's changing, it is changing. But yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's sort of like the fork in the road. I'm sure, you know, there was a genocide committed on that land years and years ago. If yeah. I was a black guy and, yeah. I, and I had to drive past that on the way home, every day I'd go... <sighs> Every day, that's where, that would be my reaction, yeah. at the very least. Yeah, it's pretty much, I mean, and, and the worst, you know, the guy dresses up in, at Halloween in a clan hood, he thinks he's a ghost, but he's not fooling anyone. It's just, it's awkward. But that's racial. But have you seen, the ads in America are just as, ins- have you seen anything for the medicines? Like that's a real Californian thing. That's not oh, so much on so the coast, but yeah, and then all the um, the side effects. Yeah, yeah. but because like in in Australia, you see an ad from, and it'll be like this this aspirin's great. It'll clear your headaches. But here, the whole ad is like, this is a medicine's great. Side effects may contain, and they list them very openly. Have you seen the next ad that's after that ad? Invariably, which no. is oh the lawyer. If you bought uh px732 to uh, stop your diabetic headaches and you're suffering from uh you know diarrhea or you know loss of ah. come and see us because the, we're doing a class action ah. so the guy before goes well we told you <laughs> <laughs> and the guy after goes well you didn't tell us loud it all explains see that's one thing i haven't been to a court i'm almost tempted to go and see the court see if it's really like Boston oh you'll legal. be there soon enough oh yeah yeah, corn, yeah with your corn with case. my corn yeah the corn i'm hoping denny shatner's available he can reprise denny crane to be my lawyer i think that's a good yeah. listen if there's one thing i know about any court case is that <laughs> if you can't afford a lawyer Get someone who has been on television playing a lawyer. Well, that's a or spaceman. <laughs> and if you can get both, like a Danny Crane, oh. <laughs> forget well, it. It's an episode of Arrested Development where they go to court and it's like, we can hire Andy Williams to sit there for five grand. He'll sit there for ten grand in Dottie's head. Corbin Bernstein on the other <laughs> yeah. side. That was, a, that was a great episode. Oh, that was, yeah. That's, L- LA is like, like, to me, it's like, it felt like just going back to the 80s and it was awesome. Although yeah. there, there was disappointment for me. Like, the... And I haven't told Jen this. The reason I came to America was to go to the Cobra Kai dojo from the original Karate, Karate Kid. Kid. And I made it there. But it's now a dance studio. <laughs> a little bit of me died. Like, I tracked down the address and I went there. But, it, yeah, it's not. This is all stuff that could have been found out well before you booked the flight. No, Google <laughs> No, Google lied to me. Google Maps lied to me. They didn't tell me it was a dance studio. And the dance uh, studio wouldn't let me in to take photos. There is no macarona in this, ma- macarona <laughs> yeah, macarona in this dojo. Is that no sensei? <laughs> that, uh, um, yeah, the uh, uh, yeah no the American ads are pretty intense. Yeah, the, the other one, um, and one thing that didn't let me down, and I'll give this a plug because it was one of the best meals. Soup Nazi from Seinfeld. Oh yeah, you've been past it. No, I haven't been there. Is it's it good, good soup. It's yeah. really, really good soup. And it was like I think five bucks for a small soup, and they also oh sorry, how much was it? Six bucks for a small soup. And they give you, like, if you behave yourself, a little pack that includes some fruit, which was a plum, a lint chocolate, and a bit of bread. And it was great for six bucks. Yeah. That sounds a lot like a prison meal. But it was soup, good prison. A plum, and a little bit of chocolate. <laughs> that, that is... That's not commissary either. That no. is... That's just your bog standard. You murdered three or four people. <laughs> you're here for the rest of your life. You're wearing slippers with socks... Someone called Pensatucky, you don't <laughs> give a fuck because it's cold. And you have soup, a plum, which is just such a weird fruit. Well, they advertise. Any time of the year, there is no time of the year where I've ever heard anywhere, oh, spring, hope the plums come in. <laughs> Never, ever. A little bit of chocolate, like one chocolate, and what, bread? Yeah, a bit of bread. Yeah, like in prison. Well, if I lose my case You guys went corn, to jail. Yeah, and we, we sat out in the cold and ate our soup. In your orange jumpsuit. Well, if that's what prison's got life, I'm really looking forward to it. Oh, that's well, got to be, yeah. be good. But the vegetable, like we had vegetable soup and it had every veg. They had Brussels sprouts in the in the soup. I've never seen that. There was string beans. It was, it was the soup. I think... My memory of this, my memory of America, when I'm like in my 80s in the nursing home with my dementia, I'm going to be talking about the soup I had I in America. I don't doubt that for a moment. <laughs> <laughs> the enthusiasm with which you were talking about this soup, oh. even though you've mentioned Venice Beach, one of a world known, a world renowned tourist destination, Disneyland. Universal Studios, 
New York City. Yep. The thing you've talked about was, and they gave me a free plum <laughs> and a chocolate and bread with my soup. Pretty much. Well, listen, Mark. You're a small picture guy, and I like that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I definitely look at the trees, not you the forest. Do. You really do. Well, the other I one. Think that's so great. The other one, like Broadway, we've seen a couple of shows while we're over here. Oh, now tell me about that. What have you oh, seen? Well, in LA, and this is one, anyone who's traveling, they do a raffle before the show. Like, did you know this? If you get that the show starts at eight. What show? Any, sh- any Broadway show. And in LA, at six o'clock, you can register for the raffle. And at 6.30, they drew and they give away 20 tickets a night. To get into the show? Yeah, yeah. So, oh, right. So, so it's for not 20... if you go to no, the no, show, no, you no. buy your tickets, then there's a raffle. No, and no, no. Hey, no. you've won the meat tray. You've got to sit there with a fucking... <laughs> that would be awesome. But no. But so, like, I got... So, it's a case of you get to buy the tickets for 20... So, I got to see Book of Mormon for 25 bucks. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's and that was... That was amazing. The LA production. Yeah, the LA production. And then we've registered... We haven't won in New York yet, but last night... We went to see. I won't. I'll, you'll laugh when you hear the musical. But we didn't win the tickets, but we got forty-five dollar tickets to see previews to Rocky the musical, and oh. it was amazing. That was the big complaint about Rocky. No. Not enough singing. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and how does it? I'd love to hear <laughs> slide over the rainbow. <laughs> <laughs> It was a phenomenal musical. Like what it rhymes was with Adrian as well. That's a tough one. Well, he sort of Rocky sort of did the mumble style of spe- like he'd be like, like yeah, yeah well, you know. But I have fifty cents early stuff. He had like his first song was sort of like you know I've lost a fight. I haven't got much in life, but I haven't broke my nose. And it's like the whole and they reprise that. But the show is absolutely phenomenal. Like they. This is the part like they advertise if you're sitting in the first twenty rows, you have to check your bags. Because they bring you on stage for the fight scene. Now, spoiler alert, if anyone's planning on seeing Rocky the Musical, you may want to tune out because I'm going to give away a little bit of a plot point. But it's not a plot point. It's pretty amazing. From that movie that was 35 years not, old. No, not the movie, the, the Broadway. Oh, there's a different, there's, they take a different tack. No, 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 no. The, it's all pretty pretty similar to the theme. But can, what, I get, can I just guess? Yep. I, let, let's Go see, for it. Let's see how close I get. Uh, Rocky starts fighting. The odds are stacked against him. He fights someone. And he wins. No. Rocky loses. Have you, have you seen the original Rocky, the movie? Oh, uh, not for years. Oh, he gets knocked out. He, he, he goes the distance, but he loses. It's a split decision. Uh, Apollo Creed wins. Uh, he, in two, he wins. Uh, but what they do with the production, and this is phenomenal. Like they, they have the boxing ring there. They get the first 20 rows of the crowd on stage in bleachers. Then they bring the boxing ring out into the theatre. Oh, wow. And you are pretty much, like we were up in the mezzanine. It was like being at a live fight. It was phenomenal. How realistic is the fighting? Because I think that's the thing that, you know, if you're watching, you go, oh, he didn't punch him. Yeah, oh, no, there's obviously no punches, but it oh. was like a mass, it was amazing. Like, I'm a pro wrestling fan. That could have main evented WrestleMania and yeah. there would have been no complaints. Yeah, because yeah, It was 12 rounds and yeah. yeah. <laughs> they're both fake things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's exactly <laughs> right. It would have, you know, that would have like, you put John Cena there, you put Randy Orton there, there's your WrestleMania main event. Everyone would have been happy. I've no idea what those two things no, are. No, no, no. It's, you're either Cause, four. Yeah, because yeah. I like real sports, you know. No, that's, <laughs> I like real sports too, but I like my fake wrestling. Like, the reason I probably got it. Will in, loves it. I can't, I, I tr- I've tried. Will and Justin Hamilton tried to get me onto it. I just couldn't do it. You I tried. Ne- it, yeah, you think it's something you need to see as a child. Like I before- did. I saw oh, him. I grew up with Ricky Steamboat and Junkyard Dog and all Hulk that Hogan's shit. interviews. Yeah. did. because I find that most comics who get like who are re- who are comics got like I got into I probably got into comedy through wrestling because like I love the interviews in wrestling, the over the top theatrics. Like you go and watch some of the Rock's promos from when he or Steve Austin when they were just talking. And they're just as funny as any comedian. Cause I think this is Steve Austin's beer that he had. It probably is. Yeah. It probably he's had many. Have you? He has a podcast too, Steve Austin's podcast. Is it anywhere near as good as Ice T, the fifty-six-year-old former gangster rapper, talking about video games? Oh, that's that exists. The final level podcast. We're yeah. gonna be going to do the download <laughs> that. I haven't listened to it yet. My best friend Matt has made me promise that we will listen to it together on Skype. Oh, that's that that's sweet. Well, Steve Austin's is great cuz like it's I love it cuz when he interviews the wrestlers, but he started to interview comics and Oh, well. But he always like and then he'll do interviews where it's just him talking for an hour about what's happening on his ranch. 
and it's phenomenal because he's sitting there drinking beer. He's obviously getting loaded, and he goes, and he would go, just a minute, I got to take a swig of beer for the working man. Oh, and oh, he's drink, fuck and off. It is, it is um, absolutely amazing. Speaking of uh, wrestling, I'm going to just go into my bedroom and come out with something that should, if you, are, if you are a wrestling fan and also a fan of wrestling cross promotion, which I'm sure you are. Oh, this, this, this could be good. This could be good. For those who don't know, I'm a massive wrestling fan. Three years ago, I did a show on the Sydney Comedy Festival about wrestling where I got a pro wrestler. I got my mate Keisty who doesn't like wrestling and the pro wrestler smashed Keisty in the head with a chair. It was probably the highlight of my comedy life and hopefully we'll get to do it again. So if you want to hear it, see more. Oh, yes, Pastor Mane. He's, Scott has walked in with a Hulk Hogan style, to a yellow T-shirt with Pastor Mania. It was, Pastor Mania was in the Mall of America. It was. It was, a, it was, it was Hulk Hogan's endorsed pasta restaurant in yep. the Mall of America. He, I used the term restaurant loosely. Yeah, yeah, it, it didn't last <laughs> long. Basically, when WCW, he left the WWF to go to WCW. New World Order. Yeah, New World, World, World Order. Hogan. No, this was, no, this, Pastor Mania was before the New World Order. They bought him in as the big baby face. And one of the conditions was, because they paid him an astronomical man. Hulk Hogan's probably the greatest businessman of all time. He negotiated. I beg to differ. <laughs> No, 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 no. Past, see, Pastor Mania made a loss. Hulk Hogan did not. He used, his deal with WCW Hulk was... Hulk Hogan is probably the greatest businessman of all time. The deal he negotiated... Okay, uh, you tell your... I've got an anecdote that will blow your theory out of the water. His divorce is definitely not a good thing. Yep. That's, that's, that's hit him. But he negotiated <laughs> to come... Bitches be, bitches be wanting my Pastor Mania money. <laughs> He opened, like, the deal he got with WCW was he would get $3 million to appear on a pay-per-view before any money has been sold, plus he would get 50% of the profits. Shit, what year was this? This was 97. Yeah, that's and he signed, Mayweather shit, He it? signed a 10-year deal. Like, he got so much money, it was ridiculous. And, and then he lost it in the divorce. Yeah, right. Well, the, just to the, that's very prudent. Um... He was offered one of two products to endorse, and he oh. missed the phone call. Uh, so he endorsed the uh, Hulkamatic Blender, which was a blender <laughs> which blended things. And uh, they said, well, we actually had to give the other thing to a guy called George Foreman. It's oh, a slanted grill. he missed the George. Wow. I think Foreman got, I think it was one or two dollars a grill. They sold oh, 90 million. Oh. And they're still selling them. Wow, that's got to hurt. So, when you're getting outflanked by George Foreman. <laughs> yeah, that's sure. true. That's <laughs> true. But, I mean, Pastor Mania, it, it had a good six months. I think he's I think he's actually, actually, we're on Times Square. Where I'm saying is near Times Square. The WWF had a restaurant there for like, which lasted like two, it lasted two years before it, it inevitably, because that's the thing, wrestling, wrestling is... It comes in peaks and troughs. At the moment, it's yeah, in right. UFC is smashing at the moment. Like most people of the were mad about the um, the WrestleMania as well. Yeah, WrestleMania is friends the big that were like furious with the last WrestleMania. Yeah, well, this this year's WrestleMania is not looking good. Simp. I should say that I'm going to get into Wrestle Nerd Fest before we keep going. Oh uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm, yeah I'm I can see the eyes are glazing over. Vague, vague, yeah. Jen, my girlfriend's in the room; she's glazed over. So we'll, I'll save that for a separate podcast. Now, Scott, you're coming back to Australia for the Melbourne Comedy Festival. I am. I am and doing uh, the show debut um, at Five Burrows, just for a week. Just for a week. Yeah, so I'm doing a week in Sydney, just doing spots around town, and then doing. Um, then doing a week in Melbourne and then uh, and then kind of other stuff. Yeah. So check Scott out. Make sure you get tickets. I heard great things from his for, from debut debuted at the Sydney Fringe. Yeah, we did, did the work in progress. Did the work in progress? Yeah, yeah and it went all right. Now, do we have time for – because I have uh, – what? We've got plenty of time. We've got plenty of time. Well, because th- here are some things I've got. Um, you know when you write things down, you're like, oh, that could be a joke. Oh, yeah. And yeah. then you look back at them and you go, oh. You might have autism. Yeah. I have a series of these. These are called, this is, um, this is a file in my phone called New York Observations, a.k.a. What's the deal with that? Oh, this And these good. are some things that I've noticed. That I thought, oh, this could be, this could be jokes for my comedy. No, I don't think one of them could possibly be turned into a joke. So I'm just going to read some no, of them. No, go out. for it. Go for it. Uh, I saw a guy with a pigeon hat that gave the illusion that a bird had shit on his hat. 
and that was a hat you can buy. Well, so it actually looks like. <laughs> yeah. Hang on, when you say pigeon hat, like it looks like a hat with crap. It on had it. a pigeon on the hat, and then there were pigeon shit around the hat. You need to buy that hat. No, I like no. girls. Because <laughs> <laughs> uh, no one's fucking the dude with the pigeon shit hat. That is that true. is like that is because I I've just broken up with my girlfriend uh, of eight years and well, ten years or whatever it, we were together for a long time. I've broken up and I moved over here, and for the first time in my life, I'm like having to think: Is that going to get me laid? And you know what I mean? Like I've never had to think about that, so I just walk in. I'd be like, "Yeah, I'm wearing tracksuit pants. I don't care whose wedding it is. What is she's not going to leave me for that." But now it's like better put on jeans for the wedding. Um, <laughs> NY theatre students still think flash mobs are cool. If you go to Washington Square Park, those dorks still do flash mobs. Oh, wow. Mobs. Uh, not right now. It's very yeah, cold. Yeah, no, it's right. Jed just whispered that. <laughs> yeah. um, there's, uh, I saw <laughs> I saw a homeless guy reading the paper, like where I walked. I saw him reading the paper. But he still had the sign out asking for money. I was like, man, you're either on a break or you're working here. Yeah, that's true. That's true. That's true. Not a good joke. <laughs> it's, it's a guy who doesn't do it anymore. Um, karaoke. He did. It. He was on an open mic, and he had. A, I can't remember the bit, but the bit was. I know he went with a joke. That, yeah. What was going to happen if he got big? He would have karaoke. <laughs> he was Irish. He could have cut off. But he had this great idea. It's like you know, uh, it was my first day at work today, so naturally I walked up in a suit, well dressed. Um, probably wasn't a great choice, you know, because I'm being a beggar. <laughs> nice. Yeah, it was yeah, really no, good. I like that. Um, this is this. I, I like watching American football and trying to predict how the linemen will commit suicide. <laughs> oh, that's dark. <laughs> that's really, really dark. Um, all right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this is uh, this. I remember this. I remember this kid so vividly. Kids with giant for- foreheads uh, make them look like dwarves. True. He had a really big. D- and I was like, <laughs> "What is? Is that a?" I saw Peter Dinklage uh, at the gym the other day. Oh, really? Yeah, him and Tina Fey. It was me, Tina Fey, and Peter Dinklage working out. Wow, that's... And I was like, well, which one of you's been on the project? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know. It's <laughs> Turns out both of them. How, mu- um, how much does Tina bench? She, <laughs> she's, more, she's just doing biceps. She was... Uh, um, yeah, no, she was there. She... Um, she we smiled at one oh, another because she liked my t shirt. It wasn't Pastor Mania. Pastor Mania. It was uh, Dylan Panthers. Ah. I mm. um, see. Part of me was just trying to imagine Peter Dinklage doing squats. No, nah, he wasn't. He was nah. just on the treadmill. John, the, even that, like, did they have like? Could he reach the? Oh, sorry, uh, this is really offensive to the little yeah, bit. Yeah, what are you doing? You just turned some. <laughs> <laughs> some killed a footballer. Yeah, yeah, no. <laughs> Lee Montagna, come on in. We um, found him. Uh, this is the thing. This was a tweet. I'm sure this was a tweet that I wrote when I was drunk. The thing I like most about being a prostitute is the heroin I can buy with the money I make from being a prostitute. <laughs> <laughs> when would you use that? When is that joke coming into hand? When hand? is that? Um, oh, these were my Halloween costume ideas. Um, Carmelo Anthony Weiner. Anthony Weiner was still in the news when I wrote this. Yeah. Uh, Nicholas Cage fighter. <laughs> Uh, this is weird. This is just a thought. My biggest fear is blood in penis. That's written. Biggest fear, blood in penis. It is too. Like you mean, like you, you dropped your penis in some blood, or there's. Do you know blood? what I do? You know, I do know what it is. I don't know how filthy you're prepared to go. Oh no, that's okay. We're, we're iTunes rates us as as the MA? top rate. Right. Yeah, yeah, okay. we're, we're cool. When people have sex, if uh, the girl is on her period. There's stories of guys having sex and then almost like an icicle of blood going down the penis and hardening and fucking their dicks up. That's... I've heard of... You don't understand why that's a, that's a legitimate fear. Yeah, but no, no I, I, thinking, I can understand. Who am I sex with? <laughs> How's this yeah, becoming a problem for you? If you yeah, that's, that's, a, that's, a, that's... Yeah. Maybe you need to get a li- out a little bit more. <laughs> uh, deodorant choices... <laughs> this is some real shit. Deodorant choices are horrible. You'd make million you'd make millions of dollars if your scent was simply called "Won't make you smell like a date rapist." That is that is that's brilliant, <laughs> I would and it's buy so that. apt because you can't <laughs> underarm. Every deodorant is just links. Spray deodorant is not popular over here unless it's links or axes they call yeah, it. And yeah, yeah, and it's 
Lynx That's is, right. Lynx is awful. <laughs> um, you can tell how crazy a person is based on how inappropriately they're dressed for the conditions. And you see that around here. You'd have to have a disclaimer unless they're Australian. Unless they're Australian. Yeah. Oh, they're pretty crazy. Yeah. Uh, oh, I heard, this is something I heard, um, a polite misogynist. <laughs> I was, there was this guy and um, he was doing some delivery or something. And the woman says, they're obviously having a disagreement, but he was carrying some shit in for this woman. And she goes, oh, thank you very much. And he goes, you're welcome, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Could have been a Breaking Bad fan. Um, I'm so bashful, I have no idea how I've ever had sex. Dirty talk. Mm. Um, depressing people smoking outside government buildings. <laughs> uh, oh, this is a subway story I overheard. A girl was sat on an empty train, like empty train carriage, and she described it really well. She goes, it was empty. There was no one on the train carriage. And then a guy came and sat right next to her, even though there would have been... 90 other seats for him to choose. And then he started clipping his toenails. Wow, that's... Is it performance art or is it just creepy? That's right. There you go. Um, this guy is so dumb, he calls letter, letters nerd squiggles. That's a <laughs> kind of funny idea. Um, uh, do you ever do things and think, oh, I'm a serial killer? That's weird. <laughs> do to think that um listen they're not all gonna be good one of them will be though i'm sure um what about uh like someone on a bar in crutches i don't know what that means um oh this is what i'm so white uh that black kids laugh in my face they walk past me and they laugh like repeatedly that's happened uh, since moving here. But also, uh, I don't know if you've seen, they do the the random checks of people getting onto the subway. They just check their bags and stuff. Oh, no, I haven't seen that. No. When it's random, it's like... Yeah. It's not random at all. But I'm so white that cops will check my bags to prove that they're random. <laughs> <laughs> so, if, if it's like me, they'll make sure that like, it's a big show, so the Middle Eastern guy sees. Look, we look, we checked his bag, so it's like we should check you. That's how white I am. No, that that's a very apt one. So you can understand, you can see how hard I've been working since. Oh, I you, I'm. You've just. If this show does not sell out in Melbourne, I'll be baffled. None of that. I can guarantee you, none of those jokes will be in the show. I think. Well, you've <laughs> not one of them. the one about the. It's funny. Like the, I'll make it quick. This story. Um, the crutches in a bar. I used to have a friend. She's a Paralympian, or. Joe Carlton, oh, Melissa Carlton, she won gold for Australia in, the, I think, 96 Paralympics. What event? Uh, swimming. She right. was a swimming champion. Um, she won about four, maybe. Yeah, and right. she used she was known to the bouncers because, obviously, she's a local celebrity in Tassie. She's famous. She used to go to the bar and then she go, oh, because it was back in the day of pass She goes, oh, I just got to go out and get an Allen key and tighten my leg. So what she do, she go back to out to a car and just smuggle in whiskey in her leg back into the bar so we'd all drink for free <laughs> it's and it got to the stage like the why would she not she just cheap. walk in with it in the first place why would you have to go in and well, then you, you'd drink few she she supplied for the friends like it, it was a so small leg she had a small leg so she got, it was only a hip flask full oh right right, right but it got right. to the stage the bouncers twigged after about three weeks that they said, oh, don't worry. We've got a set of Allen keys now behind the bar. Help yourself. That's pretty funny. So they figured out her little scam. <laughs> so Melissa Carton, if you're out there, it's been too long. Say g'day. Give a shout out. Well, Scott, so we're looking forward to seeing the show. We, what else coming up on the project soon? Uh, yeah, I'm doing stuff for them. And um, yeah, just performing. Is Greenlight Boys the podcast Oh, yeah, still? the podcast is going well. Yeah, yeah. so we're doing some, um, we've got a few kind of exciting kind of things coming up for that. That I can't really talk about now, but um, uh, oh, subscribe. It's on iTunes. Yeah, well, we've we've got more people on SoundCloud, so well, go to I SoundCloud. Haven't, I haven't bothered with SoundCloud. Someone told me it's not worth the effort. Maybe. Well, five hundred thousand people can't be wrong. There you go. Tweet, tweet at go Comedy on Edge if you want us to go to SoundCloud. So yeah, and you're not on SoundCloud at all. No, we We're just, just do like everything. We do Libsyn and iTunes. <laughs> I used to be on everything, but then my sound guy moved back to Ireland, and I had to do it, and I got a bit slack. How do you move? Yeah, Dave Keishan's yeah. in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's over in Ireland now. Why? 
Cause I suppose that's where he's from. Oh, he's an engineer. Engineer. Apparently, there's more work in Ireland than Australia. For Shit, that says his, a lot. Yeah, that's yeah. Hello, Tony. It's scary. I don't know if you've been reading the news while you've been away. It's not good. I'm not looking forward to going back. I'm. <coughs> I said when Pretty I left. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah, like the stuff that I'm reading coming out of Manus Island terrifies me. But the Manus Island story is, um, yeah, really upsetting. Mm. Uh, the fact Scott Morrison's in charge of that is terrifying. Um. There's just more, like, he's, it's just... Uh, it's yeah, just no, no, though, this, yeah. So, we yeah. Weird, man. So, yeah, so come about, and also you're on Twitter at... Scott Dools. Scott Dools. So, Scott, thanks for having in your home. Thanks for the beer. Thanks, thanks for, for coming. being a guest. Yeah. Looking forward to it. So, guys, check it out. Buy tickets to his Melbourne show. Follow him on Twitter. And subscribe to the Greenlight Boys if you're not already. I've been Mark Williamson. If you want to follow us on Twitter at Comedy on Edge, the website comedyonedge.com. We've got some live shows coming up, as always, with every Tuesday at the Chippendale Hotel. Only 10 bucks and you get some great shows. It has been selling out, so make sure you get in early on a Tuesday to get there. It starts at 8 o'clock. And follow me on Twitter at M underscore W underscore OH. Thanks, guys, for listening. And will this be the last podcast from New York? You never know. See you guys later. Thank you. Thank <laughs> you.